The Grey Goose, Adventures of a Modern Robin Hood. I had now collected all the facts that in my possession amounted to my complete exoneration from the charge of traitor to my country, a shadow under which I'd lived for years, and which was the chief incentive which made me a freelance rogue with a grudge against all who in my misfortune had snubbed me. Incidentally, I had also collected the real traitor, one Captain George Anstey, whom I now discovered was an agent for a foreign state. Run to earth as he was, I left him and his foreign helpmate under the guard of Charlie Austin, my real little friend. Well, Rowley, I've typed Anstey's confession, or rather a verbatim transcription of his admissions when threatened by you. Good. Now we proceed to take this document back to that flat or den of his for his signature. Suppose he won't sign. Oh, he will, or I hand him over to our security boys, who will skin him alive. Firstly, however, I'm going to look up a bloke at the Foreign Office who has to do something about something. I do wish I could follow that tortuous mind of yours. You've got something very intriguing worked out as to the fate of Anstey, I'm certain. I definitely have. You're not going to kill him or get someone to kill him, are you? Haven't I promised to return him? Alive? Definitely alive. <laughs> and possibly kicking. Come now, drive me down to the Foreign Office where I can look up an old pal. Look, Bertie, you must oblige me in this respect. You're asking almost the impossible, Fletcher. I am not. Nothing is impossible to the Foreign Office, including their very obvious tactics at times. Do try and be civil, old man. Good. I'll try and be as civil as one of your civil servants, and that will not be difficult. You'd better hop it before I stab you. <laughs> now, let's stop all this and see where we get off, shall we? State your case again. Right. I have plans, instructions, names, locations, etc., of one of the biggest subversive organisations now operating in this country. Your security boys would give their ears to lay hands on them. They definitely would. They shall have them at my price. I could have you arrested and get them for nothing. Now hand them over. No, and if you miss out on this, Hambledon, headquarters will pin your ears back. I can't give you what you want. It's a fantastic demand. Then you won't get these documents. Have you a sample of what you have to sell? But yes, just a little bit off the corner. Here. Take a look at this. How the devil did you lay hands on this, Fletcher? How, when and where are, up to now, my business. However, you've just seen 10%. I have 90% more in exchange for that little letter of accreditation I've asked for. When do I get the rest? Within 12 hours, delivered by my own fair hand, giving you and your minions 14 clear days to save what might prove a national upheaval. Come on, Hamilton. This is life and death for all of us. Right, I'll do it. But if you've sold me a pup, God help you. Hamilton, you have already seen the confession that puts me in the clear at last. I didn't have to, Fletcher. I always was convinced there was some dirty work somewhere. Thanks. Well, knowing what you do, thinking what you did, can you see me letting you down or selling you a pup? No. Righto, you get your letter. Yes, Mr. Hamilton? Come in and take a letter, please. Yes, sir. Lord knows I'm banking an awful lot on you, Fletcher. If this got into the wrong hands, I... I don't know what harm it might do. It's going to do a lot of harm, Hambledon, to one man who deserves it. Yes, sir. 
Now, please do not take this down in shorthand. Straight onto your typewriter. Yes, sir. And no carbon copy. Official heading paper. To Her Britannic Majesty's Ambassadors, Consuls, Vice-Consuls and Representatives. You got that? Yes, sir. This letter will serve to introduce the officer bearing it. He is to receive your advice and help where required in the mission he has undertaken on behalf of Her Majesty's Government. The mission is dangerous and there will be times when he may need urgent assistance. Leave the letter, please. I will add the officer's name myself and sign it. You may go. Well, there we are. Anstey. Foreign office stamp. All complete, Fletcher. And pray earnestly with me that nothing goes so wrong that we won't be alive to hear of it. This devil Anstey might take it to any of our men and work his own way with it, with our accredited ambassadors to back him up. Be of good cheer, old son. He won't take it to any British representative ever. But you should be like one of the four famous monkeys. Four? Only three I know of. Hear nothing, see nothing, say nothing. Add another one to your group. Forget everything. (laughs) Just invented by myself. Cheerio, man, you've been marvellous. You won't be your last monkey, will you? The papers? Tomorrow as ever was. Why can't I have them now? Why? Oh, because, my dear Hamilton, you might repent and cancel that letter just 12 hours too soon for me. And that would be just too bad. Oh, by the way, the order for a plane. By Jove, don't you ever forget anything? The answer is no, when lives, reputations and such like trifles are at stake. Come on, Hamilton, the order must have a plane. It's part of the bargain, I suppose. But if anything goes wrong, I shall chuck myself in the Thames. As a matter of fact, old man, the documents I'm going to let you have in 12 hours will result in your becoming the white-haired boy of the grey-haired foreign office. Well, here you are, Fletcher. Order for secret plane, pilot and all the trimmings. Now get to blazes out of my sight. Look here, Fletcher, this is kidnapping. Kidnapping, Anstey, be your age. You're no kid. You've got to support this plane by force. Where are we going? You promised me freedom if I gave you the information you require. I'm keeping my promise. Very shortly, we shall arrive at one of those places for which you've exchanged your loyalty to the country of your birth. And then? I have promised, so shut up. Hello. What's on? Bit of engine trouble, Sandslot, Mr. Hex. Uh, nothing very much, I think. I'll just go forward and have a word with the pilot. You watch out for our passengers, Charlie. You leave them to me. Look here. Austin, isn't it? Austin it is. So what? Well, what's the game? Why are Imri and myself forced to take this journey? Search me. But didn't Mr. Hex promise to take you home? <laughs> I shouldn't worry if I were you. You'll get home all right. Not if this plane is in trouble. Listen to that engine. Uh, do sound sort of a hiccup in a little. Just seen the pilot, chaps. Nothing to worry about. But he does suggest we put our parachutes on in case of trouble. Parachutes? Good heavens, I've never jumped in my life. Probably no need to. But we better be prepared. Actually, there's nothing to it. I refuse. I do. Shut up, you, and keep still. While addressing your pretties. <laughs> now, come on. You too, Anstey. Come no, on. No, no, you too. No, yes, come no, on. No, keep no, still no. and don't wriggle. I'm... That's good. That's about right, it. Uh, no. Now, to get me on on. You too, Charlie. Uh, okay, Mr. Hicks. There's nothing to it. And I don't think there need be any panic. Somehow, Charlie, I don't think we'll be needing them. But just to be on the safe side. And see, you and Emery, hitch your swills onto that bar. 
I refuse. Don't be a darned idiot. If you had to jump, your parachute would automatically open without your doing a thing. Ah, that's good. Much better than having to pull the drawstring yourself. Now, judging by my watch, we should be very near your spiritual home, Anstey. I'll just consult the pilot. Incidentally, the plane is behaving very well again. Then we can take these darn things off, I suppose. No, I shouldn't advise you to. Oh, by the way, Anstey, here are your shoes. Sorry to have kept them formed from you for so long, but you were so very savage, I was afraid of being kicked to death. Here, put them on. Thank you. I wish they'd been football boots. All right. Stand by. Shan't be a minute. Going to see our pilot now. Look here. You, Austin. Talking to me. That engine seems to be all right now, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> don't reckon I'll have to jump on this trip. Austin's right, Anstey. He's not going to jump, but you are. What? The plane never had anything wrong with it. You and your friend Imri are now enlisted in the parachuters. Good heavens, I... I can't, I daren't, I won't. You will. Hear me, you dirty... You jump and now. Charlie, slide open that hatch. I won't jump, I won't. Never. Mercy, Fletcher. Mercy, Mercy. Shut up, you yellow bellies. Ready, Charlie? Almost. Push him along, Charlie. But you promised you would free me when you got all you wanted out of me. My dear fellow, you are free. There's the world at your feet. And the particular bit you sold out for. Go on. It's all yours. And the freedom they and you talk so much about. Come on, Imri. You first. Just to show your saffron-coloured boss how to do it. Shall I give him a shove off? No, not one here. I go. There you are, Anstey. Even your very unwashed friend has left you. Spare me, Fletcher. I, I dare jump. A little help, Charlie. Okay. Here goes. I, I dare Sorry, too late to help. <laughs> oh, I hope his parachute opens. <laughs> Do you think it will? Oh, yes. And he'll land right among his friends as I promised. Are you there, Tom? Yes. Right home, Tom. And don't spare the propellers. And so, Roly, you've removed every block. Yes. And I've received back my rank and decorations and a total exoneration from the war office. I'm glad. Uh, just before we close the chapter, why did you let Anstey escape? Escape? Did you say escape? <laughs> well, you parachuted him into a state friendly to him, didn't you? Or did you arrange that the parachute wouldn't open? I could swear the parachute did open. And with a little bruising, maybe, he'll land among friends. Then uh, I don't understand. Where's your revenge gone to? <laughs> I see I've got to explain. Even Charlie Austin is sitting there goggle-eyed. Well, this is the way of it. Charlie and I sneaked his shoes. Within the inner soul, I inserted a certain letter. Cripes! When he lands, he'll be searched from head to foot. How do you think his friends are going to react when they come across that letter which reads, To Her Britannic Majesties, Ambassadors, Consuls, Vice-Consuls and Representatives, etc. Your advice and help were required in the mission he has undertaken on behalf of Her Majesty's Government. He'll be shot by his own pals. I rather fear so. Mr. Hex, oh, lifts me lid to you.
With his own immediate problem solved at last, Roland Fletcher has yet others, including those of Barbara Faversham, to deal with. So it appears there are more adventures in store for the Grey Goose. <laughs>